Whoa. I think I just figured something out, Beaver. <laughs> what? This sucks. It really sucks. This sucks more than anything that I've ever sucked before. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. It's been a weird week here in New York because all of a sudden, all of these... Well, only two things are iconic and one thing is weird. Two iconic things have announced that they're closing this week and then one weird thing announced that it was closing this week. So mm. this has been the week of things in New York closing. And uh, and people are freaking out. Like if you go online, everyone has an opinion about all of this stuff. So the first thing is Caroline's Comedy Club. Caroline's is legendary. It's been there for 40 years they had their own special, you know, live from mm. Caroline's or whatever. And some of the biggest names in comedy when they came to New York, they only played Caroline's. That was like the Madison Square Garden of, of comedy. And uh, and it's kind of sad because a lot of us grew up, a lot of my friends, we grew up, that was like our place. We went, we hung out there. We had friends who were comedians and they would, uh, so we had one friend that would just go there and like bus tables and hope to get a couple of minutes at the end of a night so we would like be there all night, hanging out at the bar. And then at like two in the morning, right before the club closed, somebody would not show up. Hmm. And then they would like say to our friend, okay, get up there and do five minutes, Your do turn. 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, so I, I have some friends, I'm not going to name drop, but I have some friends that are pretty well-known comedians that were back then not well-known at all. And they were literally there bussing tables and hanging around and just kissing ass until they could, were allowed to get up on stage. The guy who's been the publicity guy at Caroline's has been there for at least 15 years, maybe maybe longer. I mean, he was a guy I worked with back in the day when I was at PLJ. Even before that, when you and I were doing our syndicated show, mm-hmm. um, he used to contact us all the time. And if a comedian was coming to Caroline's, he'd be like, can you guys have them on the show? Right. And we would all the time. We talked to this guy all the time. So we spent a lot of time hanging out at Caroline's. And then one of my really close friends ended up hosting... Um, I think it was like an open mic night, Monday night or whatever, or some night. He was like the host for the night. Mm-hmm. And so we used to go there and he'd be hosting and we can, we'd get in for freaks. So we would sit with him in the back. And the best thing about the nights that he would host was that, so you'd have a lineup of people you've either never heard of or they're upcoming, or maybe they'd been on Conan or the Tonight Show or something. And they were just, the careers were just starting to, to, to perk, you know, percolate. And then every once in a while, you would have somebody like super famous who wanted to like just try out some material for the night. So you'd be sitting there watching a bunch of nobodies and then Jerry Seinfeld would stop by mm-hmm. just to try, just to try a couple of jokes, you know, and you would be there like, oh my God, I'm seeing Jerry Seinfeld live or Janine Garofalo would get up there or Jon Stewart or um, I remember one night Ray Romano showed up. And I'd never seen Ray Romano's stand up. I only knew him as an actor. So it was like, whoa, hang on a minute. But he is fucking funny. He got up there and he did like, he was gonna, only going to go up and do like five, 10 minutes, but the audience was going nuts that he stayed and he just, he basically the whole night, he just stayed up there on the stage and ended up like co hosting with my friend because they were old friends. So I just like some of my, when I look back on Caroline's, some of my most, moments in awe of comedy and comedians because you know i've never done anything like that in my life it's just i was i was always a huge fan Mm. so as a fan that was one of the places that it was exciting to get to go to caroline's and sit in the back and you never knew what was going to happen so they just announced that as of the end of this year they're closing after 40 years in times square so is it the only comedy club really around no, no, there's tons of comedy okay. clubs around New York, but, but they're smaller. But it's the comedy the it's comedy, the comedy club. club. Yeah, it's the difference. So, you know, how like in, in any town, there's that one Chuckle huge Hut. venue that like the big bands, like if Metallica's yeah. coming through, that's where they're playing. Mm. But of course, there's plenty of small places for smaller bands or upcoming bands to play. Caroline's was like the whatever arena or whatever stadium in your town. Could they just not make it after COVID? I think two things happened. Um, one is their their lease is up and mm. their landlords are fucking greedy. Oh, can so you imagine say, yes, what that exactly. is right there? Instead of saying, let's do a 30-year lease and here's what we'll charge you, 
they are raising the rents to extraordinary amounts because now Times Square is coming back. Mm. And why would you allow a Carolines to stay when you can get a Hyatt in there or a Hilton or somebody who's going to pay you top dollar? You know, why negotiate with the person that's been there for 30 years that you've been loyal to, that you've been close with? And the thing about Caroline's that's interesting is the people that have come through, not just famous comedians, my friend Greg, who's the publicity guy there, he had posted, um, I guess there was some big thing that Idris Elba was doing, Mm. and he posted about Idris Elba and said, I'm so proud of this guy and where he's gone in his career. He was one of our first and favorite bouncers. Idris Elba was a bouncer. <laughs> he started out as a bouncer. Uh, right, at Caroline's. <laughs> when, he was, when he was a kid in New York, starting out is, as an actor, he was a bouncer at he fucking threw hecklers Caroline. Out. Well, exactly. Can you imagine like you're a heckler <laughs> at Caroline's and Idris Elba is the person who throws you out? Like, <laughs> holy shit. So that's one of the things that's closing. There's a show that's been in New York. I feel like it's been it's been here since I was a baby. I feel like I was taken to this show when I was four with my grandmother. Mm. There's a show at the Orpheum Theater in the East Village called Stomp. And it was weird. It was like there was this whole thing going on in the early 90s where it was just like people on stages making noise and throwing shit. And, and Blue Man Group came out of that and Stomp came out of that. And Stomp has been there at the Orpheum Theater doing their show all of these years, and they announced this week that they, too, are closing at the end of the year. And then the third thing that's closing, this one's a little more controversial. So you know how K-pop is the music, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's not just Korean kids who like K-pop. It's all kids right. in all countries at this point. So Broadway thought, well, let's capitalize on this. And they found some lesser known, but still pretty well-known K-pop stars from from Korea mm-hmm. that they put in a show, a K-pop show, and they opened off-Broadway last year, and it did gangbusters. Oh, my God. Everyone was loving the show. It was huge. It was great. It was introducing K-pop to audiences that didn't even know what it was. And, you know, once you bring something to the theater... You're you're elevating it to a whole other level. I mean, there's people that if you would ask them five, ten years ago, do you like rap music? They'd be like, no, I fucking hate that shit. And then you bring them to Hamilton and they're like, oh, that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Well, Mm. guess what? You like rap music. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think K-pop on Broadway was kind of doing that for people. And there was a review that was written by the New York Times. And it's a guy named Jesse Green who loves everything. Fucking hated K-pop. Hated it. One review after another. Terrible. Hate it. Awful. Mm. This is terrible. It's not what it was off Broadway. So they blaming this guy, Jesse Green, because he says in the review, the lights were so bright, like too bright. As you're sitting in the audience, you can't even enjoy the show because the lights are going to your eyes. You have to like squint to see something. Squint. (laughs) Why? Because we're Asian. So they're saying that he's being oh, mildly, mildly racist. Yeah, yeah. So it's not just the fact that the New York Times hated the show. It's also the New York Times guy was being, is being accused of being mildly racist. If the show was great, it wouldn't be closing. Mm. But it's closing this weekend, and it's only been open for like, I don't even think it's a month yet. I think a lot of these places like Caroline's and all that were waiting for the pandemic to be over and then they said we'll give it a year and then we'll be back and then we'll make money as long as we can make it through another year and a lot of these places never recovered restaurants and nightclubs and and things like that so now there's nothing left to do and like you said the uh the landlords are coming in and saying we want our money now right and they're saying we can't do it Exactly. And if you look at what's happening in Times Square, what is opening are things that are owned by Disney and Hard Rock and the West End and, and big hotels and stuff like that. And the building where Caroline's is, it's right there in the middle of all of it. Mm-hmm. Broadway, you know, right, right fucking there. 
So you know that there's some larger company that wants to give them a lot more money and they're going to take it because they have no loyalty. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to sit empty for a while, too. I mean, there is a lot of places that aren't doing the business right now. I think 2022 was worse than 2021 as far as business is concerned. And I think 2023 is going to be even worse. Yeah, I mean, there are some neighborhoods here in New York City. It's really scary that you go to the neighborhood and it's one empty storefront after another. Mm. And it looks like the 1970s. And then you go to other areas and it's booming. So I I didn't see any empty storefronts in the Times Square area. I think that's one of the few areas that that people are still going to and spending money. And and if they come to New York, that's where they go. Mm. But I think you're right. I think there's a lot of a lot of places that did not come back, you know, just couldn't come back for two reasons. I mean, I mean, not, not just COVID because of COVID, people lost their jobs so they're either not working or they're working jobs where they're making less money. So they're not going to go out and spend tons of money. So yep. Certainly not on comedy. And then, you know, comedy, the problem with it is so unless there's somebody you really love and you really want to see, like my boyfriend and I were laughing because Andrew Dice Clay is playing a small club in New York this week. Hmm. Like, oh, wow, that's really awesome. Must be, you know, we've, I've seen him live. He's funny. He's he played he's Madison so Square Garden. Yeah. 10 years ago, he's selling out the garden three days in a row. Right. right, Exactly. So he's playing a small club right now and he's charging $100 a ticket. Which is. Is that good or bad? I think that's way too much. No one's paying 100 bucks to see Andrew play. I don't think so. I mean, that sounds like a lot of money to me. I don't know. I mean, shows nowadays, people are paying 500 bucks to see Bon Jovi. So. Right. I think if you can pay 500 to see Bon Jovi, you can pay 100 to see Dice. Oh, they're paying thousands to see Taylor Swift. Yeah. You know, after that whole debacle with Ticketmaster. Yeah, it's, you know, it's hard to know. But the problem is, it's not like, okay, so seeing somebody live is awesome. But when you go to see anybody live, nobody's actually watching the concert. They're holding up their phone and watching it through their phone. Mm. So it's like, why am I paying all this money to see this live show that I can then go, that just go watch it on YouTube? What's the difference? I think we got used to during the pandemic, not going out, staying in and making our own food and enjoying Netflix. We just got used to it. And we're, we're I, I really have no need to go out right now. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of the restaurants are shutting down because no one's going out to eat at the same rate that they were. I mean, there's, there's a couple of restaurants that are still, you go there and there's a line outside, but there's there's actually a couple of very well-known restaurants in my neighborhood. We went to one of them. I was like, we're never going to get a table. And we showed up and there was nobody there. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, this is, and it was a Saturday night. So that was like, <laughs> holy shit. Usually you can't get a table. I was going up to be like, let's put our name in and see how long it's going to be. We walked up. They were like, four, right this way. What? Yeah. I went to a, a restaurant on Saturday. And I walked in, I thought it was going to be like an hour wait, and every table was empty. We could basically pick our own table. Well, that's because most people do drive through McDonald's. They don't usually go in and sit. Oh, they don't go in anymore? (laughs) (laughs) It's just you. (laughs) It helps shrink swelling of tissues and and, and, and relieves itching, irritation, and painful burning of hemorrhoids for hours. More people trust. Doctor recommended. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Want a game? I always want a game. Let's see how good you are with this trivia first. Okay. This happens to 99.9% of Japanese, 65% of Canadians, and 47% of Americans. Um, They ask out their crush, and the crush is like, I would never date you. <laughs> But in Japan, 99.9% do. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, Okay, let me see. What? what, 99.9% of Japanese, 65% of Canadians, and 47% of us Americans. It's something that happens to them? Yeah. Eventually. Ooh, that gave it away. They get old and die. I don't know. What? (laughs) Cremation. What? 99% 99.9% of Japanese are cremated. And only 47% of Americans? Only 
only 47% of Americans. I think that number is going to go up. My whole generation is like, fucking burn me. Yeah. I don't want to be in the ground. Yeah. I don't want to be worm food. Yeah, that blew me away. 99.9% of uh, Japanese. According to a survey, 15% of us say this is our favorite place to hide money. 15% of people hide money in a... Hmm. Okay. In the think bank. About, they hide the money in the bank. <laughs> no, you can't hide money in a bank. It's okay. Just, uh, now think um, about think about you. Oh. If, okay. All right. You know where? Because this is where my boyfriend used to hide money. He had one of those fake bottom cans. If you opened up his cupboard and you saw a bunch of Campbell soup, one mm-hmm. of them was a fake bottom can. That's where he hid money. <laughs> I think that was a Queen song. make the rock and roll go round (laughs) our shoes oh like if you're going to the beach and you stick money in your shoe no if you're gonna hide money in your apartment you're gonna hide it in one of your pairs of shoes in your closet no you don't think no, I, th- I think they mean hide money in, in your shoe like when you go out. Because I used to do that. Um, if I want to bring a big bag with me, I would just take a, like, you know, a $20 bill and like stick it in the heel of my shoe. Just stick it in my shoe. Right. Now, see, you think about it the other way. You hide all your money in shoes, but. <laughs> That's right. My money's all invested. It's, it's hidden. It's in, it's in the value of the shoes. <laughs> it's all of it there. Okay. If your husband, or we'll say boyfriend, comes home from work wearing a guy bus, what does he have on? A guy bus? Yes. A guy bus. <laughs> what does he have on? Um, I don't know. Some sort of anal beads? I don't know. What, what's a guy bus? <laughs> It's it's one of those collapsible top hats. Oh, that's worse. That's what it's called. <laughs> that's what it's called. I'd rather he came home with anal beads. It's, it's called a guy bus. Okay. okay. Answer wrong and win. So you got to answer these quick, but you have to okay. answer them wrong. Okay. A, a game you might find in a casino. Um, Hide the sausage. <laughs> <laughs> a tool you use to rake leaves. A sausage. <laughs> How many wheels does a bicycle have? 18. <laughs> Black eyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the color of most Christmas trees. Purple. What country is known for Italian food? New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is true. So uh, you didn't, No, but it's you... not a country. That's why it's funny. Okay. Is this a bowl or not? So right now... If you don't know the football ball in college football ball. Okay. It's bowl season. Uh Uh-huh. So that means like Super Bowl, but for college people, college football. Okay. So everybody has their name on these bowls. So you got Rose Bowl. Like Rose Bowl. But now instead of the Rose Bowl. They call it the Apple iPhone 3 bowl. Oh, shit. That's annoying. Okay. Yeah, so they're putting names on these bowls now. So you got to tell me if this is a bowl or not a bowl. All right. The lending tree bowl. That's so stupid, but that's probably why it's a bowl. It's a bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Lending tree bowl. The huggy diapers bowl. Oh, please tell me that's a bowl. That's not a bowl. Oh, well. <laughs> but it needs to be. Needs to be. The famous Ohio potato bowl. Um, I'm going to say yes because it's so wacky. That is a yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had to put famous Ohio potato bowl in there. Okay. <laughs> the pinstripe bowl. Well, that has to be a bowl, right? Because I think I just heard something on uh, television about that. It, it takes place in Yankee Stadium. Pinstripe bowl is a bowl. Yeah, but Very doesn't good. it take place in Yankee Stadium? Pinstripes, isn't that the whole idea? I would think so. I've never heard of it until this second. So it no. must be a New York thing. United Letter Carriers of America pepper spray bowl. No way. That's no, not it's a bowl. Not, That's it's too it's ridiculous. Not okay. The Duke's Mayo Bowl. Uh, sure. Why not? That is a bowl. 
<laughs> Which is funny because every time you and I do a segment, remember when we were doing our syndicated show, it was national. We would talk about mayonnaise and we would argue over which is better, Dukes Miracle or, Whip or Hellman's. And people would call and they'd be like, uh, Dukes. Yeah. Dukes is a, is a South Carolina thing. Yeah. And it's here. And people, and it tastes like crap. <laughs> it, it, it just tastes like white fluff. It doesn't taste like anything. And there's a whole bowl of it. There's a whole, they, they eat it like, uh, there's a there's shit in my fridge right now. Duke's Mayo Bowl bowl stuff. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. The sugar bowl. Is that a bowl? Well, that that is a bowl. I know that's a bowl. That is a bowl. We now return you to our main studio. I don't like you jerk off face. I don't like you jerk off behavior. And I don't like you jerk off. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Cover your ears. There's a list out of the 52 things, according to this website, Magnetic, they learned in 2022. But I'm not going to go through all 52. I just found some that are interesting to me. Okay. The UK and Australia are different than the US when you walk into a building. When people walk into a building in the UK and Australia, people turn left when entering a building. In the U.S., they turn right. Really? Yeah. They tend to turn right in the U.S., the U.K., and Australia. It's left. Because they they drive on the other side of the road. They're used to driving left. Maybe. So if you're booking a a trade show, you should get a booth on the right side if in the u.s and uk you should get it on the left and it's funny because i i dated a guy from the uk i did a lot of guys in the uk they always mm. slept on the left side so when you're looking at the bed or when you're laying in the bed when you're laying in the bed they always slept to my left they always slept where they drove <laughs> <laughs> and you slept uh wherever you could yeah uh, I, sl- I sleep in in our driver's seat and their passenger seat in 1739 were there more coffee shops in London or today? Oh, wow. Um, I don't know. I haven't been to London in a long time. It, I mean, it feels like there's more coffee shops everywhere today. There were three times more coffee shops per person in 1739 wow. than there are today. How hipster. I love it. 1739. I didn't even know they made coffee then. Well, coffee's been around since the dawn of time. I mean, coffee beans and coffee is always, I feel like it's always been But a I thing. think they drink tea. They do love tea there. That's true. Remember the whole tea party thing? Yeah. yeah. 37% of the world's population, that's 2.9 billion, have mm. never used the internet. That's crazy. You know, every once in a while, I'll do something where they always give an option to, you know, like, here's the link, but if not, here's our address, or you can mail it in, or you could call, here's a phone number. I'm always like, who the fuck doesn't have access to the internet? I mean, even go to a library. It's free at your library. Like, people in New York that don't have computers mm-hmm. or don't have Wi-Fi, I see them at the library because I used to be there with the dog all the time, and they'd come in and, and just sit there for hours on the computers there, which are free. Oh, you don't have to pay at all at the library? You get a library card. You come in, use the computers. You can be there all day. Huh. Well, there are people that still order uh, DVDs off Netflix. I didn't even know Netflix still did that. It's funny you would say that because on our eBay account, we have, uh, we just for the fuck of it, have a couple of CDs and DVDs up there and a couple of VHS tapes. We sell that shit all the time. Really? People buy VHS, yeah. <laughs> buy VH. They're, they're not even up to the new DVD players. No, I wouldn't even, <laughs> even try it. I couldn't even find a DVD player in this house right now. In the 1920s, <laughs> new car sales were falling. They were not doing so well in the 20s. Uh-huh. So people said, I'm not doing that. So the industry came up with a term called jaywalking to blame accidents on pedestrians rather than drivers. Get out. I didn't know that's what jaywalking is about. That's amazing. That's interesting. Now, there you go. There's your first interesting thing you've said this whole segment. (laughs) The Chinese government has launched a crackdown on weird and ugly fonts. Well, that should be a thing everywhere. (laughs) China's so ahead of us. There's one font, what, comic 
Oh, Comic Sans. Yeah, oh, that's you like the, hate yeah, that that's, font. That's the font of serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> 70%, 70% of Gen Z viewers watch videos on Netflix with subtitles. Get out. No way. 70%. Is it because they watch it on mute or because, why, why would you, I feel like that's what, that's for grandparents. I make no. fun of older people for doing that. My son watches everything with subtitles. Why? I don't know. That's what they do. So that's why they had to work extra hard on the subtitles for Stranger Things. Oh. My two issues with the subtitles for Netflix is that they're in like a really um, faint white font. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there you go. You hate the font. No, no. Well, yeah, the font sucks. Well, no, I'll tell you why the font sucks. If they're outside and it's a bright day, you can't see any of the words because it's <sighs> it has a white background. So it's white lettering on a white background. That doesn't fucking work for me. Um, and then also, I, I'm, I, I get really claustrophobic. You know, if I'm if I'm sitting there reading a screen rather than watching the show, I just want to watch the you show. Can't I can't concentrate hear. on two things at once. I can't do two things at once. But like, I always I feel like that's something for older people. Like I feel like older people have to read movies because they can't fucking hear shit. No, I'm used to it now. I watch everything with subtitles. You got to ask why your why your younger kids watch shit with subtitles. I do not I do not understand that. I feel like that's a thing for old old people. I mark that up as reading. The reading. <laughs> <laughs> Not only are they enjoying uh, Wednesday, but they're reading Wednesday also. Do they not want to miss any dialogue? Can they not understand people speaking? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know, but it's 70%. Remember fondue in the 70s and 80s? You put food Not really. In I'm too young for uh, that. Okay, but but I, I, I mean, I've heard of it. I know that you've heard of fondue. fondue. Yeah. Fondue? I've heard, of course, obviously, I've heard of it. I think like people went to key parties and ate fondue. Fondue was invented by the Swiss cheese cartel. <laughs> the Swiss cheese cartel. <laughs> <laughs> they said, you know what? We need to sell more Swiss cheese. How are we going to do it? And somebody came up with fondue and they said, that's brilliant. You don't have to convince me to eat melted cheese. I don't need to be convinced. And you and you dip things into melted cheese. That's yeah. The thing. I could eat that every day. Chocolate fondue, cheese fondue. I I say I say no to nothing. There's whole restaurants that had a fondue thing. They still do. It's called the melting pot, and you stick shit in it, and then you eat it. Oh, that sounds amazing. I've had like I've I've experienced fondue at like weddings and bar mitzvahs. They always have like a fondue fountain. That's mm. my favorite thing. But it's 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 a great place to work if you're a chef. You don't cook nothing. Right. <laughs> put cheese in, set it on fire, and let people let people stick their own shit in there. It's not cooked well. Well, you cooked it, dumbass. Exactly. Leave it in there longer. <laughs> they just come to your and I haven't been to one since the the nineties. But they bring your to your table like this all this uncooked meat, uh-huh. and you stick it in there yourself and cook it right at the table. Oh wow! I mean, look at her. She's got elbow cleavage. You know that that little wrinkle that fat people get on their elbows? It looks like a schwa. I mean, you wouldn't have sex with her, would you? Oh, yeah, I would. Really? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would do everything to her. I don't care what she looks like. I would wreck that chick. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Do you look at reviews when you buy things? I do look at reviews. And more than that, I guess um, there's a lot of these influencers and I'm such an idiot because I know that the influencers are being paid or they're being given free shit, you know, to be like, hey, buy this sweater. Mm-hmm. I'm like an idiot. I'm like, that's a cute sweater. Yeah, on her. She's a size two. Of course, it's cute on her. And then I buy it and I look ridiculous. But are you going to tell me about how the Amazon reviews are bullshit? No, it nothing to do with that. It's I look at it sometimes, but I love how in the back of my mind, the people that put the product down, I pay it no attention. What do you mean? <laughs> if you give it like a one star, I'm like, eh, maybe they just didn't. They got a bad one. Right. And then right. I'll go you, to the next guy and uh, maybe he got a bad one, too. But don't you. OK, I guess it depends on what the person's if they just like um, don't buy this. It sucks. That doesn't really help. But if someone says, listen, I bought this. It tore the minute I, I opened a package or, um, you know, the thing broke within a week of using it. Like if it's something legit. Mm. I want that information. And I thought you were bringing it up because I don't know if you saw this, but this week we found out that Amazon reviews 
are mostly bullshit. They're mostly either people that are paid to put positive reviews um, or they're like totally fake reviews. And it's a problem for consumers and Amazon because as a result, like if you have a product and you pay a bunch of people to be like, this is awesome. What you get is a lot of people who buy it because they read it's awesome, Mm -hmm. but then they end up having to return it because it's not awesome. So the expense then goes to Amazon Right. You know, it's free returns Mm. on everything. Um, And so many more things get returned that way. So it's twofold. Like Amazon is making more money because they're relying on people just buying shit and being like, "Eh, I'm keeping it, whatever. Um, But that's not what's happening. So I was going to ask you about this because if you remember um, many, many, many years ago, we had, I'll just put it this way, uh, we had some issues. And people got on Amazon that did, never bought my book, that just got on there and said, like, this book sucks. Mm, and never read it, never owned it, never bought it. Right. Right. So Amazon started doing this thing a few years back where you had to be a verified purchase. Mm. You, had, you had to have bought the thing before you- Through you Amazon. Yes, yeah, through Amazon. You got to buy the thing through Amazon before you say you hate the thing. So if so, somebody buys your book and then says it sucks, then that's a whole different story. Yeah, they could, believe me, my, my books do suck. It's fine. I don't, I don't mind that. As long as you bought the book, right. you can definitely, it's your right to say that it sucks. As I have no problem with that. As long as you get that. the two cents from it, then you're fine. Yeah, I made my 20 cents. It's all right. I'm good. Tell me I suck. But a lot of, but people remember they were a little upset with us. So they, to get us back, they got on Amazon. I'm like, this sucks. I fucking hated this. And then, but it was not a, ver- it was not a verified purchase. So, but now all these years later, can I now contact Amazon and say, none of these are verified purchases. You've got to take these reviews down. I I don't think it, it depends now because it's so, I mean, that was a decade ago. So it hurt you a decade ago. It's not hurting you now. It didn't hurt me a decade ago. No, I'm saying it, it, it might've sold 10 less books a decade ago. It didn't, but, actually. The opposite happened. People were, like, paying attention. They are like, oh, she got a ton of reviews. They don't see if the reviews are good or bad. By the way, that's what's interesting about it. They just look to see how many reviews you got. They don't look to see if it's good or bad. Uh, so I had a couple of books with, like, tons of reviews, and they were like, great. I got, I got more book deals as a result of that. So it worked in my favor. Yeah, and I always wonder how many are bots and how many are real people. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even with reviews, I wonder if it's a bot or a real person, but I bring it up because sex toys, a list of the best sex toys you can buy. Ooh. See, you're already interested. I am interested because this is, you know, this is my year of sex toys. So the reviews of the sex toys are my, my favorite thing in the world. Okay, because <laughs> <laughs> people will tell you if it's good or bad it, it's not a book it's something that they're spending intimate time with yes right that's very important to a lot of people so if it's very good they're gonna let you know if it's not very good they're gonna let you know uh, yeah. number one and i'm not even gonna tell you the name of it because you, you don't need to be spending your money on this stuff uh, the first review said, listen, all I can say, buy this immediately. I Wait, f- you, you got to tell me the name of it. I fell out of my bed the first time I used it, saw oh. God for the first time, <laughs> and I was convinced I broke my, and a little picture of a kitty, uh, <laughs> 10 out of 10, also hella cute charges fast and you can take it into the shower oh okay that those are all really important listen if you if you are a mom and you have kids running around you can't go take a sex toy in your bedroom because you're going to hear knock 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 mom Mm. you know what i mean so if you can take a sex toy in the shower that's a win what's it called the puff compact suction vibrator Wait, you're talking too fast. I'm running. I'm running I got it. Puff. The puff. Yeah, got it. Suction Compact, vibrator. Su- mm-hmm. Yeah, suction all, vibrator. Um, literally all over it. Yeah, it's uh, 48 bucks. 
and it's bargain bargain great that's i think that's a lot of money but no okay if you okay hang on a minute you've obviously never really bought sex toys that's actually a very reasonable price for sex it is yeah they're hundreds of dollars all right how about a palm-sized vibrator boasting a tongue with nine (laughs) vibrations and nine licking motions you know what that's good for that's good for couples (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no, seriously, if, that's good for couples. If you have somebody in your life, if you're a vagina haver and you you have somebody in your life who is not able to give you an orgasm, that's a surefire way. Just to give that, give that to them for Christmas? Give that to them to cur- use yeah. on you for Christmas, yes. All right. Uh, the uh, review says, with the price, I didn't expect much because it's 32 bucks. <laughs> But wow, I am shocked how awesome this little gadget is. So awesome. In fact, I didn't even get two minutes into using it before game over for wow. me in a good way. It, it's uh, You can use it standalone or during intercourse. Like uh, I said. Waterproof, soft, smooth, easy to clean, charges fast, and holds a charge for a shockingly long time has more speed intensity options than I need. But wow. having the option to go up is nice. Overall, very happy. I'm so happy I stumbled upon this little gem. Only $32. $32 for the lick, 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 lick thing. What's it called? <sighs> See, there goes all your money now. I got to write this down. It's it's called... Uh, I don't know what the name of it is. It is Rose Vibrator Licking Tongue Vibrator. Okay, Rose Vibrator Licking yeah, yeah. Tongue. I was about yeah, to tongue wrong, yeah. but that's okay. Lick, 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 licky from... Yeah, got it. Okay, got uh, it. Yeah, Rose. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay, got it. Wrote it down. That's the second one. You're going through the list. A luxury clitoral... I'm going to be broke by the time we get through this list. Clitoral stimulator. Okay. This is my first clitoral toy and it did not disappoint i achieved orgasm in less than five minutes with the best sensation a bit pricey but worth it i don't know that that's a selling point the fact that it makes you come fast jimmy like why is that a selling point i don't know people don't have people don't have time you only got 10 minutes for a lunch break so that yeah. <laughs> some people have smoke breaks and yeah. you might need this. this so is a clip, this is a clip break, uh, c- clip break for a uh, hundred and ninety nine <laughs> bucks. That's a lot of money. Is it, does it have a remote on it? Uh, no. Are there ones that have, I don't Yeah. Think. I was going to say without right. a remote, it's for, for that kind of money. It better have a remote. I better be able to hand that remote to my partner and be like, surprise me. The Express 2 Clitoral Suction Vibrator by Vush. Okay, I'm writing that down. 40 potential pulsation combinations. Nobody needs that many, but okay. Uh, here's a review. Oh my God, this is the most incredible vibrator I've ever owned. <laughs> this, is that the review for every single vibrator? Is anybody like, ah, nah, didn't come? No, all of good. them, no. I guess if you're Everybody buying, loves every vibrator. <laughs> There's uh, no bad ones. The sensation <laughs> is like oral on steroids times a thousand. Okay, that sounds painful. Easy to use, easy to clean, made me squirt for the first time in years sensational. Well, if that's your goal, I guess. Maybe that's why it needed 42 different vibrations. <laughs> and that one is uh, 160 bucks, but it's a suction thing. <laughs> it, it is actually the closest thing to real oral, it, it says. Oh, well, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, there you go. So that's 160 bucks. So already you're up to like 300 bucks now. Are there any for men? Yes, there's uh, the Cobra Labra 2 by Fun Factory. The name of the company (laughs) is Fun Factory. (laughs) Of course it is. It's got 11 different vibrating things and all that. uh, But what's that one? Is it so it's like a fake vagina? Yeah, it just works on the top, the the, the tip. Okay. And and yeah, it, it, it has batteries. I don't want to put... 
anything with batteries near that area for me that's just the way i am what would, would you rather have it plug into a wall it's better <sighs> i would no i uh, if it plugs into a wall then you're stuck by the wall do you know i mean you can't take it back to your bed your bed you're stuck like just fucking at the wall <laughs> this <laughs> it's thing not is, good this one is called the satisfier pro 2 it and it's the pro, uh, the pro one was it enough it's a no contact clitoral stimulation huh that be? I, I, I don't know uh before this toy aka bay <laughs> i was a hoe <laughs> she calls the toy bay that's her bay <laughs> she says i was a hoe i've taken steps to admit to it and today i can proudly say bay has cured me of my holy ways <laughs> holy ways uh, this is the equivalent to the best head you have ever had from somebody that uh, you can take the person's mouth home with you. Yeah, but that, how could it be contactless? What does it do? Like whisper know. things to you? It, is it, it like you put it by your ear and it just says dirty things to you? That is one review. Another review gave it 12 out of 10. <laughs> 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 and, and she says i seriously recommend this product for anybody with a clitoris you will not regret it 12 wow. out of 10 it's 45 bucks okay that's a good that's a bargain <laughs> all right let's see get one more yeah give me one more review that you liked okay here's what you're getting for christmas a waterproof clitoral <laughs> suction vibrator has technology that will stimulate your clip without direct contact. This review said, I only used this once so far. Holy guacamole, I am ruined for any anyone else ever again. A hundred million percent recommend. Okay, now I want guacamole for dinner. <laughs> I don't understand the contact list. That's the thing I don't get. How do you use it if you don't if it doesn't touch you? I've never had an orgasm like this, and I have had three kids. What's and that got to do with anything? You could have kids without having an orgasm. Uh, it comes in four colors, and it's available for 74 bucks. Okay. And you can take it to the bathtub. There's a picture of a, a lady in the bathtub with it. Listen, it with the holidays right around the corner, these are fantastic. When someone says <laughs> Stocking to you, stuffer. When, you know, when someone says that it's more than a stocking stuffer, I think you'd be stuffing something else with it. But when someone says to you, you know, ah, oh, you know, so many women in my life, I never know what to get them. This is what to get them. Yeah. What is that? Uh, just read the, the, the instructions. That's all I can tell you. I, right now it's stuffing your stocking in a few minutes you'll be stuffing something else and you'll be like oh my god thank you do i have to be gang probed it's the cooper and anthony show i want to hear them and i want to hear them now all right well since this show is a little on the dirty side tonight i think i you will appreciate this um i went through every state in the nation and i tried to find <laughs> literally <laughs> well, no. Yeah, fuck my way across. Um, no, and I tried to find the dirtiest names of the of different cities around the country. Mm -hmm. So you're going to tell me if it's if this really is the name of of a city of a town or if it's total BS. Okay, like like nasty ballsack Texas. Is that really the name of a town? I, I don't know. That's why I'm, I, I, I'm thinking it should be. Like, let's start small and work our way up, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, in, so where are you? Well, you're, you're in one of the Carolinas. Yep. Uh, is there a town called Sugar Tit? Yes. And it is about 15 minutes away from me, and they have a billboard, and they sell Sugar Tit whiskey. And is it's it, like um, is it like a little board. bit higher and maybe to the right <laughs> where you are? <laughs> it's actually lower. Uh, I, I'm higher than Sugar Tit. It's the size of like a city block. It's not very big, but everybody knows it because of this whiskey uh, that they sell. Okay. How about, okay, is there a city in Arizona called Three Way? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. 
There is. There is? Yep. Three-way Arizona. It's actually, it's a real, it's a real town. Probably because they had three roads connecting through it back in the 1800s and they didn't know it was going to be a term. Yeah, right. They didn't think in a million years. Um, is there a place in California, an actual place in California called Rough and Ready? <laughs> I think there's a store called Rough and Ready. <laughs> I don't know if there's a town called that. There is. It's Rough and Ready Island. And oh, it's in Southern ooh. California. Really? It's an yeah. island. That's how we can. Know. So if this, does the town have a zip code? If you go to Idaho. Well, first of all, Idaho in and of itself mm-hmm. is, a, is dirty. Idaho. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, who, who the ho? Idaho. <laughs> what town yeah. is in Idaho? Is there a town in Idaho called Dick Shooter? No. I'm moving there. I have to move there. You going with no? Uh, I'll go with yes, because you brought it up, so. Yeah. What's my favorite part about Dick Shooter, Idaho, is that there's a town right across the way, right across the state in Oregon, called wanker's corner (laughs) (laughs) so you can drive from dick shooter to wanker's corner most people do (laughs) uh how about this one is there a town in wisconsin sure (laughs) called spread eagle spread eagle wisconsin i think that's near appleton it was one Uh, night when i was there uh, there is a town called Spread Eagle, Wisconsin. Nice. And it is right across from Dick, Michigan. Dick, Michigan? Yeah. Dick, Michigan is right across from Spread Eagle, Wisconsin, which explains why those two states are so close. And there's an intercourse, Indiana. No, there's an intercourse, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. There you uh-huh. go. I knew it was one of those states. Yeah. Uh, and there is also, so intercourse, Pennsylvania is not too far away from. Dick Shooter. There is. Okay. So intercourse. Pennsylvania, right. not too far from Swallow Hill, Delaware. Okay. And, uh, of course, there's Butts, mm-hmm. Georgia. I think we brought, I, I think our, uh, we broadcast to that city. <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> when we were in Atlanta, we covered Butts. <laughs> <laughs> we covered Butts. We sure covered Butts. Yeah. Uh, but, but did we cover Hooker? Hooker, Georgia? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oklahoma actually has a city named Hooker. <laughs> of course they do. There I, is a city named Drywood, and it is in Nebraska. Drywood, Nebraska. Drywood, Nebraska. <laughs> Population four. <laughs> there can't be I wouldn't want to go people. there. I don't think there's not a lot of people who want to go to Drywood. <laughs> um, but maybe they do. When you get older, to- you go there. That's <laughs> where you go to retire. Try one to retire. <laughs> well, actually, you know where you want to go. Everybody wants to go to Climax, Virginia. Virginia. Yep. I think that's Climax, West Virginia, Virginia, isn't it? Oh, Climax, West Virginia. Uh, yes, of course. Right. Yeah. yeah. I love that you knew that. <laughs> I think I've been there, <laughs> I, but not many times. I, I found it by accident. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, finally, the one place you definitely do not want to go is P.P. Township, Ohio. <laughs> Unless you're into that. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. You got me straight tripping, boo. That's right. That's right. Flashback. These are the sounds of days that are past. Days that are past. I um, finally got copies of my own book, <laughs> which took them forever. What's going on over there? Chad's dying. Uh, I finally got copies of my own book. Right. And I gave each one of you a copy and put a rubber band around it, like, because I didn't have a lock. I didn't know how, I, there's no chastity belt for books. So I didn't know however else to keep it. So, right, I, exactly. Thank you. And I put a rubber band around it because I wanted to surprise you with something tonight on the air. Now, Anthony, I think you can read. I know that you don't. I can read. Shut I know up. that you don't read. So I, don't I will. Read. I will give the job to Chad Bauer. Okay. So, Chad, if you can open up can your book. Can we open it now? Yes, you can open it now. And, uh, it's a book. It's a giant picture there, of Cooper on the cover. Is, That's is, true. Is there money in it? Is no, that why we can't open it? Chad, turn to page 246. Look at that. 246? Dude, there's, there's four, five, six, seven, eight, eight $100 bills in my book. <laughs> Chad. Oh, sorry. What page? Uh, 246. That's the last page. Would you relax? What's your problem? Turn to page 246. Are you there, Chad? Uh, 
Yes. Okay. Um, in the middle of that paragraph, start with reading being a woman. I gotta give him music first. These are the acknowledgments. Just so you know, this is the acknowledgment section of the book. <clears throat> being, being a woman of achievement, I am aware that it can be a handful for one husband, so I have three surrogates to ease his burden. My radio wingmen, Anthony Michaels and Chad Bauer, as well as my friend and partner in crime, Kirk Sterland. Special thanks to my hardworking publicist at Susan Blonde, Inc., Liza, Jamie, and Lisa, and my long-suffering agent, Maura Teitelbaum. Oh, and speaking of suffering, I should probably thank my parents, Sandy and Bob Durrell, mm -hmm. and my wonderful, supporting, loving husband, Sean Lee. I love you all. Now, Chad, what was one of your things you wanted to do before you died? In a book. You You're wanted, in a book. You wow. want to be thanked in a book. Right, because I've been thanked uh, on CDs. You've been thanked on CDs, uh-huh. Right, but never in a book. I know. I've, and I've been in magazines. You've been thanked in mag. right, you've been in magazines. Right. You said, because we, we talked about this last year at some point, right. what kind of things you want to do before you die. And one of the things on your list, and this book wasn't, you didn't even know about this, because this book was already at the publisher. Right. Um, and you said, I couldn't believe it, I was shocked. I wasn't sure whether you were hinting, but I, I, I gleaned from your conversation that you were not hinting. You were saying for sure what you wanted was to be thanked in a book. Right. Not even knowing at that time you'd already been thanked in a book, but no, the book no wasn't clue. out yet. So the book is now officially out, The Cult of Perfection, and wow. you've been thanked. Why, thank you. Thank you for thanking me. And I bet Anthony's never been thanked in a book. Or I've he never been he, thanked. He wouldn't know if, it, I, if he had. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't know, it's true. This if is he read of, books. Is this going to be in, like, real bookstores? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, it's on Amazon. It's in Barnes & Noble. It's in um, Joseph Beth Booksellers, Borders, so, any, so any place can, where they sell books. So I can go there when I get a coffee and, and just walk around and go, look, that's me. That's my name in a book. Right. Open up to page 246 anytime you go into any bookstore that carries the cult of perfection. Now, look, Chad, the, the book is, when you take the cover off, uh -huh. It looks much better. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just some big blue hardcover. Right, right. Well, I, I will say one thing about this book. Um, I didn't choose the picture on the cover. I had nothing to do with it, as a matter of fact. The big boss was upset today. He was? Yeah, he saw the book and he said, How can you take a picture of Cooper and not show her shoes? Yeah, the, the the picture on the cover of the book is, don't ask me why it's of me. I don't know why I'm on the cover of a book. It makes no sense whatsoever. But for some reason, I am. Uh, and they cut me off at the shins. Mm -hmm. And you guys were there that day. You were there when we took this picture. I was wearing a fabulous pair of shoes that day. Right. You can't you, see them, no. You'd never know it. No. I could be barefoot in this picture. Y you know how people put things up in the studio? Mm -hmm. Like, ooh, look what I did. Here. I'm going to put up my page. <laughs> right on the... <laughs> you did not just tear that page out of that book. Right on the bulletin board. Nice. Oh Good job. Make oh, sure to highlight our names. Here's oh a highlighter. God. Here's a highlighter. And you just ripped that right... You didn't even... And the thing is, when you, you didn't even rip it all the way. There's still, like, pieces hanging. Should I highlight it, Chad? Yes. Oh. Okay, highlight all right, well, at least highlight. People know why there's a half-ripped page. Anthony Michaels. Okay. I don't God. care right Heidi in since, since you didn't put Heidi in. Well, I didn't right. know her yet. Heidi. Okay. Heidi, I apologize for and not putting you in, but I didn't know Heidi. you then. I understand. Her. And then I'll put that. I'll, right I'll live. Right. On the board. Anthony, could what? you at least cut it out neatly? Now you have this, like, it looks like a torn piece of paper that you picked up off the floor. When I when I have to light my fire later, I'll rip out more. I see that. Oh, there's an inscription. Did you read it? Like in the front, there's an inscription in the front, too, Anthony. Hmm. I got to go to the bathroom. Why don't you, you can tear that page I'll... off and tape that up, too. Oh, here no! Right. Yeah, there's... Just stop tearing pages out of my book? So there's the first page with his, his inscription, and then our page with our names on it both are now uh, tacked up on our it, board. Is my name on any other page? Uh, no, I'm going to say no. Chad, because I really it. don't want you to start tearing out pages of the book. Give me a page it. to rip out, there Chad. There's no index. Okay. Yeah, there's so an index. Of course there is. There's a you know a table of contents. No, I'm mean. an index or it lists. Oh, there's no by index. No, no, I got no index. And there's I no footnotes. No, no footnotes. Right, I'll so rip out that page. No, 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 Anthony, stop ripping pages out of my book. Oh my God, Anthony, it's a nice hardcover book and it's not cheap. Well, it's not expensive, but it's not cheap. It didn't cost me anything. Twenty four ninety five, but I bet you can get it cheaper than that on oh, Amazon. You, on right? Amazon already, you can get it cheaper. I wonder Amazon. if it's on eBay already. 
Oh, it's got to be on eBay. Not yet. I don't think anybody is. I'm sure the galley is on eBay. Well, we know one person had it because they called yesterday. That's true, but so he had the hardcover. No, but he got it off of Amazon. He got the actual book book. Oh, I can't believe you're sitting there ripping pages out of my book. I'm not ripping mine. No, you're not. Did you see your inscription? Yes. Chad, one more thing to cross what, off what your page? list. It's the one you already ripped out. This, the, this oh. is the title. Page. You have an inscription on yours, too. Did you read it? Yeah. It's up on the bulletin board. Oh, is it? Yeah. So Let me just, look. It's the one you just ripped out. No, he ripped out the other thing. He didn't rip No, he ripped his... out both of them. Oh, he ripped out his inscription, too? <laughs> yeah. Did you at least that, read it? Because that had his name on it, too. Oh, I Anthony. I didn't even see it. Stop you ripping should... pages out of the book. You should tell me these things. Oh, this, what, this will explain why I'm such a pain in the ass. <laughs> Is that what it says? That's yeah, what I wrote that's to him. Like the front page. I didn't tear that one out yet. No, 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 no. Stop tearing pages out. I got to put that one on the board. No, too. please. Andy and Potter need to see oh, that one. Oh, God. <laughs> They're not going to understand the inscription. Oh, man. I can't believe you just tore all those pages out of my book. I'll get another one. I don't even have another one. Yeah, we'll get it on eBay for like $2. Yeah, you're going to have to do that. Oh, my gosh. I'm having a heart attack. Yeah, this one, unlike your your other one, was a was a dating book, but this one actually has some useful information for everybody. Yeah, this is actually a real book. This is actually. Can I tell you what it's about? Can Can we have people call and I'll give them pages? <laughs> if you want to be caller seven now, I'll give you page one forty five. How about this? Why don't you do this? Uh-huh. Why don't you have them call and pick a number, and that's the next page you can rip out. Sweet, <laughs> give the number out. Eight seven seven six Cooper. <laughs> Just call and give Anthony a, a number between, let's see, where does it start? It's between 9, nine and, and 247. 247, I'll rip them all out. Yeah, and that's what he's going to rip out and put up on the... It'd be funny to put up as like non-sequitur, because the other radio shows would be like, what is this? No, I'm going to plaster it all over the place. Oh, you are? Yeah, and, and send out an email. If you would like to read Cooper's book, go to the studio. And put the name <laughs> of the person and the page. So if you call... Yeah, just tape we'll them up your... page by page. we got to... Pretty big wall in here. Yeah, so so call eight seven seven six Cooper. Give us a number between nine and two forty seven, and we'll put your name on the page that we've ripped out for okay. you. Because you've already ripped a bunch out. You might as well just. Oh, I am having a heart attack, but I can't believe you're doing that to this book. <laughs> okay, Chip, what's what page do you want? I gotta have page number twenty one. Okay, That's my okay, birthday give... coming up soon. So, okay. what's on that page, Chad? Uh, it's in the Defining Overachiever chapter. Okay, here we go. Oh, that's so not me. <laughs> all, right, all right, rip that one out. Okay, I'll write Chip on that one. Yeah, write Chip on that one. Okay. Now, on that one, yeah, he's Chip, you, you took out the page called The Gifted Overachiever. Oh, definitely not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Chip. Well, that's no why problem. we're ded- going to dedicate it to you, Chip. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Hey, Marty. Hey, Cooper. Now, what page would you like us to rip out for you? Page 44. Okay. 44, Chad. Find that page okay. for me. On Read page it to me. 44, right. Marty. It's, it's uh, part of the, the effect on your home and family life. It has to do with you own an artsy townhouse in an up-and-coming neighborhood. Ooh, okay. Well. Marty, would you like me to rip it slow or fast? Very fast. Oh! <laughs> Oops, but, but half the page is still in the book. No, okay. You can even get the whole page out. Part of 44, Marty. Yeah, make going. sure you put, put Marty's Marty name on there. Marty 44. Thank you, Marty, brother. For, thank you. Thank you, Marty. Okay, so Marty now owns page 44. Nobody's right. picked a page because there's lots of like uh, bullet points and what do you call them? Sidebars? Yeah, the sidebars. That are in blueprints. Bull- like the regular book is in black print and then the sidebars and the and the like bullet points are in blueprint. Exactly. Okay, who wants page number 77 ripped? Yes, I do. <laughs> and what's your name so we can put a name on it? Now, who do you think you see? <laughs> it's Ken. Okay, well, and I want to know what caliber, caliber them bullet points are. <laughs> what's on 77 there, Chad? That's part of the effect on your health chapter of the hey, cult of perfection. Perfect. And it's the good. Yeah, you and as a matter of fact, Ken, acute yes, stress. There's, actually, a, there's a bullet point on your page, Ken. Yeah, there's a you bullet point. Are. You never tell me what caliber it was. Ken, would you like it ripped slow or fast? Yes, I would. <laughs> uh, gotta pick one. Well, uh, Mark is a fox. Uh, how about how about slow and easy, just like me? Oh, oh God, I can't believe it. I still can't believe well, it. If I do it slow, I can almost get the whole page. At least you got the whole page. There you go. Okay, Ken. At least this time you got the whole Ken page. Ken gets Cooper, answer me a question. Yes. If I go buy one of these here books that you didn't send me. Yeah. Would you scribble graph it for me? Of course I'll scribble graph it for you. 
<laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I'll you, scribble Ken. graph it. Thank you. 77 going to Ken. Now, on now page 77, it says, I'll give you like one of the bullet points that Ken now gets. Acute right. stress actually helps your immune system respond better to infection. It builds up your immunity while helping you stave off boredom. That's, I believe, a 45 caliber bullet point. That really hollow point. And if you're in the building right now and you want to read that page, come into the studio and just look up on the on, on the, the wall. wall. Yeah. It's got Ken's name on it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, hi, Jamie. Jimmy. Hey. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, sorry. Hi, Jimmy. Hey, now. So, what page are we ripping out for you? I want 114. Okay. 114. 114. Oh, uh-oh, you have to pick another one. That one's blank. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, I get the blank. That's the, and that's the end of it. It's between chapters, and apparently the chapter has to start on a right-hand, right-side page, and it's a left-side page, and it's just completely blank. Sorry. Mm, well, I'll rip that out anyway for you. No! <laughs> we don't need it. It's blank. What do we need that yeah, for? I guess that's true. Although 113 on the other side does have some writing Yeah, on 113. What, what's the beginning of the chapter then? Uh, the next page is the beginning of the Effect on Your Future chapter of The well, Cult of sounds, Perfection by Cooper Lawrence. That sounds great. Slow or fast? Uh, fast. There you go. <laughs> Ouch! Uh, like got, a band-aid. You got two pri- pages for the price of one. 